hello, boys and girls, and welcome back to this, another episode of the Listen Boys and Girls podcast. We are just moving right along in our Building Block of Being series. We're almost to the end of the alphabet. Can you believe it? It's been such a wonderful journey, and I'm so thankful for each and every one of you who have pressed play because you didn't have to. And because you did, I do pray that you have been made better for the experience, the exchange of information. I come to the table not knowing everything, but I know some things and those things I want to share with you. This is just a review of the things that I've gathered along the way. Not everything is for everybody, so I always say, sift through what may or may not be for you. Grab what you can use and leave the rest for someone else because you may not need what someone else's need is. And of course, we always want to make sure that we have the right tools in our toolkit for the things that are coming. So with that, I'm super excited about this Wisdom Wednesday. And it's because I have with me a guest that I was very excited to connect with. Um, Derek Sanders has been someone I followed on Facebook for a very long time because his insights are just amazing to me. Um, There are a lot of thought leaders um, on many social media platforms and I've always found value in the things that he shared. And so it was my privilege to be able to reach out to him and ask if he would be a part of this candid conversation about our building block this week, the letter U for understanding. And we're just talking about what that means and the value of being understood and understanding others as we grow and continue to move through our process. So I'm not going to tell you all about him. He'll tell you all about him, but we're happy that you're joining us. And I hope that this is a benefit to you. Like I know it will be to me. And as I always say, if you listen, boys and girls, it just might change your world. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm so excited about this conversation. You just don't even know. So, <laughs> so I, I told the boys and girls a little bit about um, my my excitement about this episode, just because I have long followed you and and just really enjoyed a lot of your perspective. So I'm excited to have this candid conversation because it's an important attribute. But before we get into all of that, I would like for you to tell the boys and girls who you are and what you do. Okay. My name is Derek Q. Sanders, and I write a relationship blog, and I've authored a couple of books on relationships, and I post uh, a... uh, relationship quote daily on social media so that's pretty much who I am in a nutshell well we appreciate it and I I have to tell you I mean it's been many many years now that I've been following one of my mentors posted a quote of yours years ago and I was like I have got to learn more about (laughs) (laughs) who is your mentor if you don't mind me asking 
Janetta Hatcher. Oh, I, I know Janetta from me and Janetta go back a couple decades. I love her. I absolutely love her. Yeah. I um, used to work for AT&T many years ago and um, she, she mentored me in my training and I she's just an amazing, amazing woman, mm -hmm. just a phenomenal um, person, period, but just an awesome minister, just a, a beautiful woman of God. And yeah. so I, I love her. So, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I go back with Janetta. Janetta and her uh, best friend, Linnell. I don't know if you know mm -hmm. Linnell or not, but... Uh, I don't know her personally, but... Yeah, Lynetta is actually uh, the church that Janetta pastors, the founder of those churches. His wife is... Uh, her name is uh, Lynetta. And uh, they're uh, best friends. But yeah, I, I knew them <laughs> from, from years ago and I used, to, I used to do nails in a whole other life. That's where I know Janetta oh, from. Wow. Yeah, she used to be one of my clients. And we, she, we became friends. Well, she posted a quote of yours years ago. I mean, I want to say may, probably 10. Um, and I was just like so moved by this. I was like, oh, my God. So I started following you. And I just I just appreciated the perspectives that you have. Because, um, you know, not to say that men don't have um, valid mm -hmm. perspectives. And they don't offer relevant information. But it's just very different. And, of course, Whenever a strong male voice speaks on behalf of women or advocating for women or encouraging women to advocate for themselves, so many men are accused of being uh, panderers and trying to, you know, get the, the female vote. But it's never been my opinion that those those uh, men who speak in those ways are just trying to gain uh, attention. I won't say that some aren't because some are, but you know, you have to be discerning about what you digest anyway. But I've always felt that your perspectives were, were very um, spot on. So thank you. That's how I came to. Okay. <laughs> to and, and look, let me make a connection. I'm still sort of thinking, wait a minute. I said Lynetta. Her name's Linnell. Uh, I got to make that correction just in case either one of them hear this. Like <laughs> <laughs> 20 years, you need to know their name is Linnell. I'm sorry. Especially as close as I am to both of them. <laughs> Yes, and I do not want this to be the vehicle of your demise. <laughs> right, right. No, the type of person Linnell is, she wouldn't think nothing about it. She probably laughs. She's the, the most humble person. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But definitely, you know, um, I like I said, and I have, everybody knows I post all the time anyway, but I created an album in my, um, on my Facebook page of, quotes and things from men because it's mm -hmm. called he said mm -hmm. because a lot of times I see different quotes and posts and things from men that are very relevant and not popular mindsets of men in general mm -hmm. so I I always post I'll screenshot your post and sometimes share to that album because again it's some very relevant perspectives so I invited you today again I, I this this podcast is divinely instructive for me to do and I don't always have a guest um this was something that you know God told me to do and whenever I do have a guest I've prayed about it and, and I've asked who I should have because I believe that all things are preparation for all things and I believe that there are no accidents and when we have candid conversations the result of that can be a blessing for many people so I pray and I ask God who I should have when I should have them because you know I reached out to you a long time ago and mm -hmm. so you know praying about which letter um, was going to be 
the one I should invite. And so the Holy Spirit led me to invite you to talk about the building block of understanding. And um, it's a quote that I love by uh, George Orwell that says, perhaps one did not want to be loved so much as to be understood. And that for me is very powerful because I believe that in our purposes, there are values and things that are intrinsic to what we were created to do why we're here and not everybody will understand that but sometimes the frustration in our lives and the the frustration we cause in other people's lives is that we don't seek to understand Mm -hmm. a lot Mm -hmm. and so I just want to give you an opportunity to give your feedback on um, just understanding being understood and that whole perspective of this essential building block of relationships i think uh, <laughs> that that's a good one for me because um that's something that i that i've often said that i wanted to be understood because often i'm not and um it's funny because i was having this i was having this conversation with a good friend of mine tonight i was talking to him about uh being on your podcast and and what uh, we were going to talk about and a thing I was telling him when it comes to understanding I think what what people miss is um, you hear or pay attention to a person's actions but not understand when you when you understand a person even if you disagree with things they say or do you know why they said or did them and mm-hmm. you, you can communicate effectively to them because you understand that person. And right. that's more understanding a person is more important than knowing their behavior because you're, you're going, you know, it won't really make sense unless you actually understand that person. And it reminds me of um, something I was trying to communicate. I was just on a, a conference, a relationship conference, uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago. And I was trying to explain something uh, to the ladies that I was talking to just about um, really understanding. I was talking to a friend of mine who recently uh, got married. Her husband's from another country and he was finally able to come to the States. And we're like, oh, well, sorry, nobody, I'm not going to say her name. So nobody know anyway. There's nothing bad that I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, but it was it was just a good example she was she was telling me that um he uh she you know being a single woman she had a lawn service well her husband Mm -hmm. wanted to cut the grass and she was telling me you know which which makes sense you know he's from africa like now i'm saying a whole lot but you know from a totally different culture (laughs) um and i imagine he probably wanted to feel like he was contributing to his household uh, not that he's not in other ways, uh, but just um, why have a some some other man come and you pay him to cut the grass when I can cut it. So, mm-hmm. but what she was saying was he would he didn't do as good a job as the person that she had hired to do it before him, and she was saying you know sometimes you know he may cut the front yard the front grass but didn't didn't cut the back. By the time he cut the back, the front needs to be cut. So I was trying to explain to her um, 
you have to understand, try to understand what this means to him. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I was explaining to her, um, he's, he's trying to contribute to his household. He doesn't want another man um, cutting his grass. He's there. He can cut it. And you have to see it, you know, try to understand what that means to him. All you're talking about is grass. It's grass. But what I found interesting was the ladies that I was I was saying this to. The response I got afterward was like, yeah, I was following you. <laughs> but when you got to that example about the grass, it's like, you know, uh, my, my, my house has to be presentable. I said, well, she didn't say her house wasn't presentable. She said the other person cut it better. And what what I found fascinating, I don't know if that's the right word, but it's a good one. They're comparing lawn care to your husband or, or a man, this husband, and his ego. And I don't mean ego and it, trying to serve his wife he's trying to do something for his wife and instead of looking at it saying hey wait a minute what is because this i mean think about it, it means something different oh, to a man than it would absolutely. a woman just like if my wife were to say i think i gained 10 pounds it means something totally different from me saying that absolutely neither one of us probably want to gain weight but there's a there's a different uh stigma on weight gain for a woman than it is a man it, it's not going to do anything to my esteem or any of that kind of stuff if I gain weight. I don't like it because I need to lose some weight, but it's totally different. And what I was trying to explain to them talking about understanding is that you cannot assess that. I see the problem is, is you're assessing that with your own value system and not considering Correct. his, which is different Absolutely. than yours. Absolutely. And so it's not a big deal to you because you're not a man. And there are things that that mean there are things that means something. I mean, it's, things are not measured the same. Just like the example I gave with weight, it's not measured the same for women as, as it is. Truly, I don't. I don't walk out my house and see billboards that's saying something about um, my weight, my eyebrows, my skin, my hair. None right. of that. I'm right. a man. That's that's not what I'll see. Issues I might have is whether or not I'm able to provide for my household, and what am I bringing to my household, which goes back to this man cutting the grass. So understanding is, is, is very important. And I would say, I know for me, that's like at the top of my sure. list. I want to be understood. And <laughs> if I'm un when I'm understood, that's how I feel an intimate connection to another person no because I feel understood. And I think often what women think is that men are intimately, intimately connected with, with, you know, physicality yeah i mean it, it it turns a man on to see a woman that he's physically attracted to but it means something totally different when you're understood when the things that matter to you she understands what that means to you and she communicates to you on that level absolutely i 100 I agree because we i think where we do a disservice to ourselves and those that we care about is not taking the time to understand because a mm -hmm. lot of us have, have <clears throat> conversations, but no real communication. And exactly. Communication definitely 
has the component has to have the component of understanding because if we're talking yes. to each other and not understanding, we're just talking at each other and there will be no resolve. I've I've had this conversation again and again with, with multiple people. And I definitely understand the perspective of the the husband in that situation that you gave because if you care about someone, then you measure what's important to them by what they say is important to them. Exactly. Not the fact that, oh, I wouldn't be mad at that. This don't mean nothing to me. Exactly. It's irrelevant what means something to you if we're talking about another person. And I think so many exactly. people, I don't even think they they disregard that. I think so many people don't understand that. They don't get it. Exactly. They don't. They don't get it. They don't. You're right. They don't disregard it. They actually don't get it. And I, I was telling my buddy today when we were talking about it, and I said the best definition um, I heard someone give of what it means to understand, it was Miles Moreau. And he said to understand means to place yourself under someone else's stance or their position. That's right. And it doesn't mean you agree with what they're saying, but it means that you're taking the time to see this the way they see it. Exactly. And usually people don't do it. They're having conversations with you about something that they they're arguing with you about how they see it. And they can't even relay back to you what you see and how you see. Exactly. It. And that and, that's and it's the like part. that's the part mm-hmm. that 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 turns the the key i mean the key that turns the lock is understanding because you can put a million keys in the lock and it does nothing even if it's right you know it may not unlock the door you know with the fact that people talk all of the time and especially now in this age where there's less and less audible communication (laughs) you know People are talking and actually relating much less than they ever have. These social media presences and just the ability to shoot a quick text or a DM or whatever just to have a casual connection is not really getting to know a person. I feel that when you really care about someone, you have to be committed to the understanding because that person is coming to the table or to the circumstance at an intersection of your life and theirs with everything that has happened to them to that point that has shaped their perspective, that have really um, developed their insights, and they are absolutely not the same as yours. So you have to come to the intersection knowing that we might not be congruent on on all factors. So I have to have a commitment to looking at things differently. Not to say that you're going to be changed on every point just because somebody feels differently, but you have to have the willingness to see someone else's perspective. Not agree, like you said, not not agree, not necessarily change your values to match theirs, but to recognize what something means and the value that someone else has for something that you may not have considered and to mm-hmm. move accordingly, you know. And so I think that a number of interactions miss that whole piece of it and and communication falters and it it disintegrates and we end up worse off than we started when we connect with people because when we don't have the commitment to understanding everything, almost everything they say and do will will cause some conflict. 
Yeah, I mean, we 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 live in a, a a very relative world now. I mean, just the way people have conversations is it's it's no critical thinking. It's um, I mean, just like for example, we we can go on social media now, and somebody will ask a question, <laughs> and sometimes the questions are are not really clear. And what people will just do instead of saying, "I'm not sure what you mean by that," do you mean this, this, and this, so that I can respond to exactly what you're saying. They'll just interpret it and they'll interpret it and then say whatever they think. And then somebody else will say with it. You know what I'm saying? It's not even it's not an exchange of ideas. It's um, I mean, and I see people do that sometimes on my post. I'll write something and I'm, I'm funny about that because I'm trying to communicate something. I have a point that mm-hmm. somebody to interpret what I said. <laughs> I interpret what I'm saying try to make sure that I'm very clear about what I'm saying and it bugs me when they say something that has nothing to do with you know what I'm saying and and sometimes <laughs> I'll say no I'm not saying that I'm saying this this and this I, it's okay if they disagree just tell me why you disagree let's have right. a conversation about it right but a lot of times it, it's it's not that and that's how we, you can, I can say something and we could be talking about something that's absolutely, we could be talking about something that's true. And you and I say things that are diametrically opposed and it's okay. I'm like, how is that okay? That's like <laughs> somebody asking how to get to my house. And I'll say, well, you get uh, to 96 and you make a right. And somebody will say, no, you make a left. Well, you, it can't be both. <laughs> it's, it's one or the other, but it's like, that's, that's not the world we live in. The world we live in now is everybody just you know, just says stuff. What and it, there's there's no understanding. It's like we just pour our own meaning into stuff. And that and that's true. And that's so unfair on so many fronts because my last week my conversation was about truth and transparency. And mm-hmm. I talked about the fact that I have a I do have an issue with the with the terminology my truth because I do too. There is is just the <laughs> truth. It's your it is the truth. <laughs> your perspective of a situation. It might right. be your thoughts about a situation, but there is no my truth, your truth, everybody. Else. No, it's just something is 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 either true or it's not true. Right. It's funny you're saying that. I I have the same issue. I and I, I think I've even written about it. No, I, I didn't post it. That's some of the stuff I, I post, and it's like, yeah. I mean, I write. And I'm like, yeah, I might post this in one of my night posts that I rarely post. You know, it ain't my main post. It might be something a little more risque, controversial, whatever. But I, I have the same issue because my truth is is basically I, I don't like the truth. So I'll yeah. have an it's, it's like alternative facts. I'll have an alternative truth because this is my truth. So that it's like somebody saying, well, that's my opinion. And basically, when you put my on it, that means somebody else can't challenge it. That's that's so true. And I felt that way. And I had an argument. Well, I won't even say an argument. I'll just say a spirited conversation with, with a friend who who vehemently dis, di, just disagreed with what I had to say. And I could respect why she disagreed. But I told her, you know, for you to qualify it with my means mm-hmm. that it is altered because yeah it, it, it's yours it means it's, it's personal exactly you can have your own personal reality that that what i guess only applies to you i mean what yeah what what is 
because what's the, what's, what's, what did she say the difference was between the truth and my truth? It, and this is this is what I asked. I said, you know, what does it mean for you to say my truth when when what you're saying to me is opposing what I have said to you? We are recounting the facts of a situation. We're recounting right, what right, actually right. happened. Right. And, you know, we may have a difference of opinion as to what happened, but there is just one truth. Right. <laughs> Y'all might both be wrong about it or one of you might be right, but. <laughs> You can't be saying things that are diametrically opposed that are not uh, consistent with the facts and they're both right. Exactly. I say your perspective and my perspective may be different. And then, I mean, we can definitely claim our perspectives, but the truth is the truth and it renders no room for you to modify it and just say, okay, well, I want to take out this element of truth and, and just make it more palatable for me. And that's what I told her. I said to qualify truth with mine. Um, it just says that I'm, I'm switching up the facts to fit yeah. my yeah, To fit my preferences. Exactly. <laughs> and so I just think that's unfair. And, and we, as a people, as people just in general, we sometimes don't allow for, ourselves or others to be wrong and being wrong doesn't exactly I mean, yeah it, it's not it's not a cardinal sin necessarily you know you can get past being wrong you know the 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 wonderful thing about being understood is like you said if my action in a single instance doesn't um doesn't please you or brings about an outcome that's unsavory to you if you understand who I am and if you know me, then you can look at me and that situation and understand what happened Yeah, and not necessarily like what happened, but you can say, okay, I get it. And that's, that's the thing. When you can say to another person, I get it. I had a conversation with a gentleman that I met years ago. And one of the things that he said he valued most about our connection was that I just got it that he really didn't have to explain things to me mm-hmm. and that he, you know, he said, I, I, I have really enjoyed talking to you because I don't have to go back and explain it. I don't have to qualify. It. I don't have to do any of that. You just get it. And I'm not saying that everybody will just get it, but people who are committed to a genuine connection that's relevant will make the effort. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I also think that with our purpose mm-hmm. and, and our mm-hmm. intentions, there's a, there's a leading to like-minded people um, when you're led by the things that you're really supposed to be doing. Because some people in your life not understanding you is definitely a setback because if you allow people to remain in your atmosphere that always misunderstand you, that always give you, you know, pause or make, make you feel that you have to reconsider or reconstruct or do anything other than what you're supposed to be doing. It can be so damaging to what you're really Mm -hmm. supposed to be doing because taking time to, you know, try to understand 
why this person doesn't get it or try to make them understand or try to, you know, break it down different ways so that it, it makes sense to them, you know, on a perpetual basis is exhausting. And if you don't have the energy to do what you're supposed to do, then you are defeating yourself yep. and your purpose. Yep. That's why I always tell my, my buddies, um, my inner circle of friends are like-minded people. We have the same values. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we understand each other. You know, we, we have the same values. It has to be. Yep. It has to. Otherwise, it yep. is exhausting. It's absolutely exhausting to always have to explain, to always have to say, well, this this bothered me because of that. And I don't like this because of that. I mean, because, again, if a person knows and understands who you are, those considerations are almost automatic. You know, just like my my sister and I are very close. And so, you know, it, it's little things and it's big things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know that, like, she's a big chocolate lover. I don't like chocolate mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> but I know that if she's going to be here or if I'm going to have her over, I'm going to have something that, that is of right, value right. to her. I don't like it. I wouldn't, I, I just wouldn't go out and buy a whole bunch of chocolate just because it's right. I don't like it. But because I understand that these are things mm-hmm. that she enjoys and it's important for me that she has a good experience when she's here, I I get the things that mm-hmm. I know she enjoys. And that's a part of understanding. I mean, that's that's a smaller yeah, element. Yeah, but people don't even get that. Understanding. They don't, they don't, I mean, it is, yeah. you're right, but people don't even get that. They will try to appeal to you with things that they like, and it's like, okay, right. I don't, yeah, that's, I don't, that's that's not really something. I, and then it's like you're supposed to be thankful because they offered you something. It's like, yeah, but if you're gonna offer me right. something, offer me something that's of value to me. Exactly, and that I I don't think you can say no. that enough. You know, I I say every year because people ask me. And I, I think I've posted it every year that I've been on social media since like forever. I When people say, what do you want for Christmas or what do you want for your birthday? And I say, I want what I want every year. Someone to have paid attention the other 362, <clears throat> three, four days of the year to know and understand who I am and know what I would value. That's what I want. And, you know, I still <laughs> want that. <laughs> Because, you know, I think it's important. Understand, understanding is such a pivotal piece of the puzzle. You know, I mean, people who are never going to be able to appease any situation that they're in because they refuse to offer understanding. Um, it's another quote that I've seen a million times about understanding that in communication it's lost because people don't listen to understand they Mm -hmm. hear to reply and it's just like you know i just want to i just want to be combative or i just want to you know go back and forth with you (laughs) you know because some people are just you know antagonists that way or they have that experience that there can't be you know harmony in thought or there has to be some opposing um you know conversation some people really just don't have a point of reference for harmonious yeah, I think people just don't know how to communicate um i mean they just don't because i'm you know I'm, I'm on social media a lot um interacting with people 
you know, on, on other people's posts and stuff like that. And it's just, they don't know how to communicate. You know, I see something, I respond to what they said. Okay. You're saying this, this, and this. Okay. So I respond to what they said. And let's just say, I don't agree. I give my objections. In communication, you respond to my objections. That's not what they do. Right. They will respond with more objections (laughs) and not even respond to what you said. It's just like, okay, you totally disregarded. You ignored what I said. And then you gave me more objections. I'm like, that's not a conversation. The conversation is, you because we're not addressing anything. (laughs) I addressed what you said. And I said, hey, here's what I think. Um, And this is why I don't agree with A, B, and C. And instead of them saying, okay, well, let me respond to A, B, and C. They just go on to uh, D, E, F, or X, Y, Z. Right. And I'm saying I see that all the time. And it's like, Truly. that's not how you have a conversation. I literally had this happen to me today. That's why I'm laughing because, you know, I had a concern about something and I articulated my concern and I asked for a resolution. And the reply was a reply mm-hmm. that had nothing to do with what I express clearly my concern was that I responded and said I appreciate your response but that did not answer my question and again my question is and again there was a reply but still no response to my question and I said you know what I'm just gonna not say anything else because we are not communicating well right now perhaps we would benefit from a conversation but I don't have the ability to have an audible conversation right now so I'll just stop this exchange because it won't be fruitful and I'm not interested in wasted time I'm just not I'm not interested in wasting time with anybody for any reason because we don't we truly don't have time to waste you know I just really believe that things are changing in such a way that we have to be very conscious of how Mm -hmm. we spend our time and how we interact and how we have to be deliberate in our exchanges and part of that is knowing your tribe understanding Mm -hmm. who you are in and of yourself in in the realm of who created you and why you were created and what you're here to do and understand that that there's alignment that creates understanding because you know there are some people i talk to and it literally is like talking to myself Mm -hmm. and it's delightful because I feel myself to be delightful but because it's so easy you know we live in a world where everything can feel strenuous you know everything there's so much Mm -hmm. tension everywhere you know and nobody I don't think anybody wants to um, amass more and more tension because you know we're we're in the midst of a pandemic for one you know there are lots of things to be concerned about outside of you know, being an interpreter for yourself to someone else who you don't even have to interact with. You know, and my mother used to always say, choose your battles wisely. And I'm of the mind that I just don't want to battle anymore. I just want to choose wisely and not have battles, you know, not ones that can be avoided and not ones that are of Mm -hmm. no consequence, you know? So I'm just, I'm thankful for those that, are like-minded. I'm thankful for those who have the desire to help people understand and to help educate because not everybody understands. Right. Right. You know, we, we, we have different 
baselines. And, you know, just I, I say all the time, we all came into this pandemic experience mm-hmm. differently. You know, we're all different people. And right now, because of all of the strain and all of the anxiety that's just present in the atmosphere, it, it's it's causing communication to be even yeah. Yeah. less yeah. effective. Yeah. It's a bunch and of emotional so, banter. You know, keeping... <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Very, very emotionally charged responses because people Mm -hmm. are scared. People are full of anxiety. People are depressed. People are, you know, um, looking through the lens of not necessarily optimism or hopefulness. People are looking through a lens of despair and anything that opposes what they say is, is so controversial. And I often say, um, a disagreement is not an argument. It doesn't have to be, but with some people, it will always be. You know, just because we disagree does not mean we will. We have to argue. We can respectfully exp- express our opinions and respect them, and still disagree and mm-hmm. continue to move forward. You know, but that's a, right. a skill set right. right. that some people right people don't know the don't difference have. between. Um, uh, a disagreement, an argument, and a fight. Because remember, when we were in school and we we're learning to write. They would tell us to take a four or an opposing position and then write three or four supportive arguments. That didn't mean we was fighting with somebody. This means you're you you have right. a position that right. you're taking. But we've turned uh, uh, when we hear argument, we think fight. I'm like it's not a fight. That just means that we have uh, opposing views that we need to settle. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that, you know, and it's, it's interesting that you said, like, when we were learning to write, these are things that we we did get introduced to. These are concepts that are that mm-hmm. truly are elementary, you know, and so that that brings it full circle back to this particular platform, because when I was even thinking about this, this concept, you know, the Holy Spirit told me what I need you to do is talk about the basics because so many people have gotten away from the basics. You mm-hmm. included, ma'am. So as you talk about these things, you'll be reminded of the attributes that you may have missed through different cycles of your life where there was trauma, different cycles of your life where you weren't able to receive the messaging that was being taught. There are some things that you missed along the way. So I'm asking you to go back. And from A to Z, look at the attributes that make you a better person, the things that you have understood at this point in your life to be things that were deposited at times to make you a better person, better than you were before you started to embrace and and function in these abilities. And that's what this whole podcast is about, getting to a place that is basic and fundamental that allows us to be whole and healthy people mm-hmm. in every aspect. You know, not everything is about um, physical, but we're whole people with physical, mental, spiritual, emotional health that all has to be balanced in mm-hmm. order for us to be okay. But, you know, we focus on certain components of self and not others, and we continue to be imbalanced. And I just wanted to offer to others a different way to look at things because, I remember a time where I wasn't an understanding person. I felt what I thought was right. And if you didn't think what I was <laughs> thinking, then you were wrong. And that's, that's wrong. That's, that's an immature perspective. 
And I recognize that that came from damage that came from damages in my life where, you know, um, different opportunities where my voice was shut down or different, different scenarios where I wasn't able to express myself. I embraced that to be a time of, it has to be an argument then. If it's, if, if you're not letting me have my say, if you're not, letting me um, express myself and agreeing with me, then it's an attack. And that is not true. You know, so I have to, uh, you know, with what I said last, uh, last week about truth and transparency, own the places mm-hmm. where you've been, because then you can tell somebody, I know exactly right. what you're going through. And I interact with a lot of people who have had, who, who continue to have mindsets like ones that I've had. So I recognize it. And when I'm able to recognize it and I can talk to that person and say, listen, I, I get it, you know, then it does make the communication different. But if that person is at a place that they're ready to receive a right. different way of thinking. <clears throat> right. And right. Again, because we hold, <laughs> we hold so dearly the things that we've learned through function and dysfunction. You know, the things that we've gotten accustomed to doesn't, I mean, it doesn't equate to the right way to do things. Right, it's just the way right. you've always done it, you know? And, and much of that for me had been dysfunction for a long time. And then I kept bumping into myself <laughs> like what is the problem running in the walls what, what is the problem the problem is you ma'am <laughs> that is the problem so you have to work on the problem in order to have a solution that's ongoing and I just really believe that we don't work on the problem enough and if we recognize that it's with us sometimes we don't want to right, right. embrace that you know especially in certain segments of, of our society, um, there are some people who just really don't believe in um, therapy. And I think it's really very important that we have mental wellness. And sometimes that includes talking to someone other than people who support your right. toxic mm-hmm. behaviors. And, you know, I know it's like a buzzword that gets tossed around a lot. Everybody's saying toxic. Everybody's saying, you know, this and that. And it's, you know, on every reality show and this, that. But we really have to do the work about understanding what's wrong with us before we start pointing fingers Mm -hmm. at what's wrong with someone else. And I just know that the reasons we don't do that often is because when we look at the things that are wrong with others, it's oftentimes was still yeah and it's more comfortable to see somebody else's stuff than it is to actually deal with your own (laughs) it's true and 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 i one of the things i have noticed and of course i know because we're different we're we're made differently and our functions as um as assigned by the one who created us is different men and women Mm -hmm. relate totally differently and it's if you had advice that you can just if you were able to give the world advice and everybody would hear it about understanding and relating to one another um, what would it be when you're dealing with quickly you have to deal with a man from a logical standpoint and speak 
you know, clearly and, and directly. You know, well, what I tell guys often <laughs> when we're when we're talking to our wives or uh, significant others is we have to consider how she feels. That's not really an issue for us uh, because usually when we recognize a problem, we're thinking of solution. We're not really thinking about how we feel about it and what happens, how that creates a problem for us in relationships is, is, and I'll tell guys this, we'll laugh about it. You know, we'll be discussing a problem with our significant other and we've come up with a solution and we're, we're, you know, we're laying out the solution and we'll hear something like, you don't care how I feel. <laughs> and it just throws a guy completely <laughs> off. It's like, who's talking about how you feel? That's not how we approach stuff. And just the way that we're made, we have to be able to make split second decisions and think about how we feel about it later. And our thing is, it really doesn't matter how you feel about it. It's a salute. It, it's going to, the answer is going to be the same, whether you feel good about it or feel bad about it. And women are just wired differently. So I even know, I, I noticed years ago with my, my, one of my best friends, who's a, a woman, she would call me and with, with something going on. And again, I'm a guy. So the first thing I'm thinking is I'm, I'm, I've detected there's a problem. So I'm thinking, how do I solve it? And I've learned that I can tell sometimes when I'm talking to her, she doesn't need me to solve anything. She just needs me to listen. And she just needs to know right. that I'm concerned right. about whatever she's feeling and what's going on, which is actually easier because I don't have to lay out a plan. <laughs> but that's just the difference with, <laughs> with, you know, with men and women. And, you know, if a woman's talking to a man, it's, it's, uh, you know, we, we just, we, we t- at least I know I do. I, I, I'm, I'm super detailed and I'm focused on whatever the issue is. I'm not, again, I'm not even, there's no consideration for how I feel about it. I think about that later. And I think we just have to bear those things in mind. When men are dealing with women, we have to have to consider address how she feels. You know, cause I, I'll give you another example. I was talking to a good friend of mine, good, a uh, young buddy of mine. And, uh, he's, uh, in the real estate. His first uh, purchase, he bought four. I think they bought he and his wife. I think they bought four houses at one time, which is which is insane. It was just it was just incredible. He's just such an incredible person. <laughs> he and his wife, and uh, we were talking about it. This was sometime later, and he was saying, "Man, you know, I was telling my wife, you know, we actually could have bought more houses. You know, because he just super detailed, planned everything out." And they actually, I guess, came under budget. He was like, you know, we could have bought more than four houses. And she was like, nah, I'm not comfortable with that. And just like the guy, he started explaining to her how they could have done it. You know, they had the money, all of these different things. And I said, that's not her issue. Lack of information. She wasn't comfortable. (laughs) That's what she's telling you. She, right, she it right. wasn't that she's she's saying we didn't have enough money. You can explain all that to her, but that's not where she's coming from. What she's saying to you has nothing to do with logic. It has nothing to do with knowledge. She's telling you how she felt. And I'm saying for guys, it's just that's just that's, we're not coming from that. So we have to 
think just like we talked earlier, this this is her her value system. And then just just how she's wired. And for a woman, when you're talking to a guy, she has to realize just because he's not being emotional about a situation doesn't mean he doesn't care. We're not wired like that. (laughs) And that's I think that's one of the hardest lessons for I can't speak for all women, but that's one of my hardest lessons because I am a very emotional person (laughs) and I I appreciate an emotional response or one that at least acknowledges emotion (laughs) and so oftentimes no because that's not how we wire and it's funny because I'm 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 a really emotional guy but I'm not emotional when it comes to decisions I'm emotional about other stuff I'm emotional about my 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 grand nephew and nieces or, or my nieces and nephews I'm emotional about them and I'm super right. with them, all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to decision making and stuff like that, I'm not. I'm I'm like, I'm just dead focused and I'm thinking and men and women will drive each other crazy because she'll, you, you don't care how I feel or you make it seem, uh, you make it sound so easy. And it's like, it's not an issue whether it's easy or not. You didn't ask me what was easier than the other thing. You were interested in the solution. Here's Here's what we need to do. That's that's how we are as men. But I'm saying we have to be as leaders. You don't have time. Sometimes when, when a decision has to be made, we don't have time to think about how we feel about it. We need to make a decision. And I'm saying that's how we were built. And that's how we need to be to be leaders, um, because, you know, what I'm saying we're, we're, we're responsible. Sure. We're, we're accountable. We're the ones got walking through saying, Adam, where you at? Absolutely. I, I, and I get that. I really I really do. I just believe that there has to be some latitude for understanding on a different plane that we, I mean, we have to meet somewhere in the middle because a woman is never going to think. Totally I mean, you're never going to think like a man, period. You just have to be able to understand it. Just, that's what I'm saying. It just depends. If, if my wife or my sister come to me, then I need to be understanding and I need to consider her feelings. If she's coming to me, it needs to be the other way around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm saying, well, let me, I said that backwards. If she's coming to me about an issue that she has, then I need to consider how she feels. If I'm coming to her about something that she probably needs, you know what I'm saying? It's like you need to consider the other person because it's not about you in that moment. If she's coming to me about a problem, it ain't about me. It's about her. So I I need to be able to help her. Absolutely. And I, I need to be able to make an adjustment and say, you know what, let, let me consider how she feels. Let me affirm that Absolutely. and help her. But by the same token, Absolutely. when it's about me, she needs to, to, to say, OK, well, you know what? He's he's, he's a man. So uh, I, I need to make certain considerations because 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 here's the other thing that will happen, too, which might be a little different. But just with understanding, sometimes. uh <laughs> I mean, I've been in situations where, you know, something's going on and the woman is trying to be helpful, but she's saying things that are offensive because, again, she's giving women a, a, a woman's <laughs> assessment to stuff. You know, like uh, if a guy out of work and that means something totally different to a woman in a relationship with a man than it does a man in a relationship with a woman. It means oh, something yeah. totally different. And for Absolutely. a woman to say, oh, oh, well, I mean, if she if she's working and she can take care of this or she's not thinking differently about it's not about what you think. It's about him. 
and how he feels right because he's a man and he feel he sh- he feels that he should be in position to do certain things and i'm saying there's a different weight on him if he's not productive he do- if he doesn't have Absolutely. a job just like the example i said it's a difference but i mean a man is not going to feel a certain kind of way because his his hair is not a certain way or he he he's gained a little bit of weight <laughs> i'm saying that's something a totally different thing that that would be something that would would be monumental for a woman, and I'm saying the same thing with a job. A guy is not expecting. Um, I mean, for the most part, dudes don't. I mean, it's like whatever a woman does, that's what you do. You know, it's not like we we measure that, and it's not like I think there's the same weight on a woman that it that there is on a man. There's a certain weight on a man to feel productive, and we put a, we put a lot into right the things that we do. It's almost like it defines us. Absolutely. And I don't disagree with that. I think I think that as it mm-hmm. relates to understanding as we move to close, I think that we as men and women have to be willing to meet each other halfway. Not not that not that one perspective is greater than the other, but that both are valid and important. And I am going to close with this quote that I saw that I really appreciated. And it says, sometimes being understanding is more important than being right. Sometimes we need not a brilliant mind that speaks, but a patient heart that listens, not keen eyes that always see faults, but open arms that accept, not a finger that points out mistakes, but gentle hands that lead. And I think that sums it up. I think that really gives us a a good springboard if we want to improve our understanding and our ability to communicate and relate to one another. Mm -hmm. Because no, we will never be the same. But that's the beauty, that we're different and that we're made to enhance each other. And without understanding... Exactly, I agree 100%. See, and that's why we had to talk about understanding today because we agree. <laughs> Derek, thank I you for the invitation. So very it's much been great for this conversation. Absolutely, I appreciate it. I I really do count it an honor. I do again feel very strongly about making people um whole and healthy. You know, and none of us can do that mm-hmm. on our own. It starts with us, but there's lots of information and um you know, contributions that come from everywhere. And so I hope that the boys and girls that are listening have been blessed by this exchange as I have. And even (laughs) if they haven't, I have. So (laughs) sometimes things are just for you. (laughs) So I appreciate you. I know that I will ask you to come back. I'm not sure when, but I am confident. Of course I will. Hopefully you'll come back. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And as I say all of the time, If you listen, boys and girls, the information just might change the world. Have a wonderful rest of the day.